three, two, one. Effie, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Great. How does it feel to be the first in-person podcast on the Scandy <laughs> Sports Podcast? It feels great. It's a long time coming. Like, yeah. I've done a lot of phone conversations and video stuff, like podcasts yeah. over the pandemic, but this is the first time, like, in person, so it's a good feeling for sure. Yeah, it took probably 30 minutes to set us all up right here. Thank nah. so that. I mean, Zoom's hey, good man. for that. Hey, man. It's all good. It's all good. All the way, it's all worth it. So, Effie, why don't you tell us a little about... Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do for a job right now, and yeah, how's it so, going? Uh, I kind of tell everyone the story how when I started off with NPH, I literally was going back to school. So Humber for sports management, funny enough, and um, I just volunteered at a CNIT, and uh, I was there just working at the sports table for like, like you've seen them, like yeah. some of these tournaments get crazy. You have like 16 hour days, depending on when you start and whatever. And I just wouldn't leave a scores table. Like I was yeah. just in there and like, like I was like a fan in there. Cause I just yeah. love the game. I love being around it and stuff like that. So once you kind of get into that rhythm, you just like, you don't want to leave. You just want to stay there. And I did that for like the whole summer pretty much. Um, and they kind of just kept me along. They're like, yo, like, this might be a, a guy like he's here yeah. for more than just like wanting to volunteer like he kind of sees something else so it's like okay let's give him a shot so yeah. the next step kind of was the npa um yeah. and i just started like doing some like stat stuff like keeping track of like the leading scorers rebounders assist guys and stuff like that um that was my first time kind of like building like a little bit of a platform in mm -hmm. a way and and then after that i was kind of there for for nationals yeah. and soon like after time you start to like meet certain players and certain right. coaches and you shake hands and whatever and it's just like okay like no just keep going with it or whatever right. you know what i mean i'm kind of I'm kind of in there but i'm doing other things at the same time right school and working on the yeah. jobs but like mph was kind of just always there um and then the next season i like I first time going on the road with the guys and whatever and um i started like uh recording like yeah. from like the baseline like I started doing everything pretty much. Yeah. So after that, I started calling some of the games and, and that was pretty cool as well. Right. And, uh, the pandemic hit right. and it was kind of just like, damn, like what's going to happen. There's no basketball. Like what are we yeah. really going to do? Right. Cause at the end of the day, like the media stuff is cool and connecting with certain people and stuff like that, but you need to have the games being played. Yeah. You know what I mean, you gotta be in the gyms at the end of the day. Right. So and, how long ago was the volunteering? Bro, it was 20, I mean, it's 2017, I want to say, 2018. Okay, so it's so a bit of a slow grind. Slow grind. Like, I've, I've been behind the scenes, like, kind of doing, like, a one-two helping out and stuff yeah. like that. But then pandemic hit, and then I fully just, I just dove into it. I was just like, you know what? Like, yeah. it's an opportunity to kind of just, like, do something that I actually, like, care about. Right. You know what I mean? And and here we are. And um, I should probably say, we're at the playground right here uh, now, Burlington Playground. Yeah. Yep. closely associated with NPH. You guys mm -hmm. have your offices. The office looks amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. You can hear the basketball going on in the background. I you can't. I don't know if you guys can hear from out there, but in headphones, we can. It's yeah. crazy. It's uh, to have a space where you can literally walk right outside and see yeah. you guys playing. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. Just, we got to get a shot of like, just all the... I think this camera here, it can show... It shows yeah. like the... It shows what, the is this alumni here. or... Bro, Who's this is the wall, of, the wall of Canadians, so all these yeah. guys up here have had a stint or two in the NBA, or you have guys who, who are still, like, playing right now, like, currently, yeah. right? Obviously, like, Nikhil, Lou, Mulder with the Warriors, Ipiandu um, with the Cavs right now, yeah. but yeah, it's shot with the Clippers, and then Iggy, obviously, Halton, Halton region, legend, yeah. you know what I mean? So, 
Uh, no, it's dope, man. It's dope. How is it like just working in this environment? Like, it's just, this is, if I, like, you've got a boxing ring mm-hmm. next door as well. Like, if yeah. I could put my brain into a building, this is this is what it looks Bro, like. It's, it's where we always talk about where the magic happens. Yeah. It's like a creative space where we kind of just get here and we just bounce ideas off each other. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and what's next? And what can we do to continue to, to lead and to separate ourselves? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? As a Canadian basketball like, company. You know what yeah. I mean? We try to do it. We try to do it all from events to media. Uh, it's everything. You know yeah. what I mean? So this is a great spot and location for us to just develop ideas, man, and game plan, and, and then execute when it's time. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of Canadian basketball in general, the the wall of alumni here. Yeah. Big U nineteen game just happened today. <laughs> yeah. Canada USA. Yeah. What do you What do you think of the game? What do you think of Canada's tournament overall? Is there a bronze medal game? I think There's a bronze medal game tomorrow. There's, okay. Yeah. Um, what do I think? Wow. So. Who surprised you? Who surprised me? Okay. Um, <sighs> Zach Eady kind of surprised Same. me. And it's like, it's right there in front of your face. You're like, yeah. seven four, you can't miss it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But it's funny because there's always this thing where bigs start off slow or they develop kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, man, he looked like he looks way ahead of where I feel like yeah. most people thought. Yeah. Um, and he's dominant. He's been their clear cut, I think, most impactful guy the start to like the end right like hitting the offensive glass and getting like the easy putbacks and you know forcing guys into foul trouble hmm. um i feel like we could have done more to even feed him to be yeah. honest in my estimation yeah you know what i mean like he's averaging a double double he might lead the, the tournament in rebounding yeah for sure you no know? but like there's so much more that he could do but no he's had a great tournament for sure mm-hmm. um obviously with purdue i think he played purdue. last year with yeah. purdue right yep as a yeah. freshman yep so he's going to his, uh, his sophomore year so he's going to get so much better out of this uh, this whole experience you know yeah. if you're playing on a world stage against the top guys and and you're you're eating mm-hmm. like what that does for your confidence level is is, is tremendous right. right so he's going to go in second year and he I'm, you know he's going to do his thing how would you uh evaluate elijah fisher's tournament i don't he's another he... one yo fisher is uh He's younger, obviously. He's younger. He's younger. younger than these guys. I, I thought he had a good tournament just off the fact that uh, that was his first time being on that kind of stage. Yeah. No one's seen him. Like, his first time playing Canada right. basketball, pretty much. But he was fearless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't it wasn't due to, like, the offensive side. It was defensively. Right. Like, he was getting in, and he was just, like, like he's getting in dudes. You yeah. know what I mean? And poking at them and just disrupting. You know what I mean? So, I think uh, he's had, he had a good tournament, I would say. Yeah, some of the, some of the box scores are a little underwhelming considering mm-hmm. um i feel like people not crown him too early i think he's gonna be a special talent but yeah. there's a like he's it's carrying tough, a lot bro. of weight it's, right now it's tough when you have that kind of following and the, yeah. the media train behind you you can kind of get lost in it right or you might not live up to it you yeah, know exactly. but as a guy who's playing up in age like i think he did he did enough to show like like he is that right. kind of dude you know what i mean and he's put in the work like yeah you can't question the work he's put in what about uh caleb houston caleb the the box scores don't look friendly to him. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I kinda laugh because you know he's he's taking every shot available yeah. to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he came in as like I thought he'd be the top shooter mm-hmm. on the team, which mm-hmm. I still believe he is. I don't think yeah. the, the numbers necessarily like reflect his capability, but um I can't I can't hate the fact that he's kind of the alpha on the yeah. team and he's and he's taking that shot yeah he's taking those shots like i kind of appreciate that yeah you know what i mean and it's, it's good for him long term as well to kind of get into that mm-hmm. that mindset of i'm the i'm the first option and i'm the guy who's going to score the, uh, yeah. the bat the, the ball and, and do all this other stuff so yeah 
Um, I think from that standpoint, just like in terms of mindset and the alpha, like like he's done a good job. The boxers don't look the greatest, yeah. but it kind of is what it is. You live with it. Yeah, I, I thought he pressed it a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to claim to know Caleb Houston. Yeah. I mean, I've only watched him a couple of times, mm -hmm. but he was really when I saw him calm. You know, he was just calm. Like it wasn't yeah. today. Uh, today was the first full game I watched in Canada, mm -hmm. but today it looked like he was hucking up some shots that maybe didn't need to. It seemed uh, like he was kind of losing control a little bit, just from my, you know, viewing of the I game. I think throughout the whole tournament, though, yeah. they didn't, they didn't look the greatest offensively. No, in like they the didn't half look cohesive. Part. Yeah, they didn't look cohesive, and some of it is due to yeah, like not a, these guys haven't played together. Like yeah, a lot of these guys have. Sure. Obviously, Caleb and Ryan have because they play on Montverde yeah. or whatever, but haven't played together. They probably had like a short like one or two weeks to kind of get everything right before they, mm -hmm. they headed to Lithuania. Right. Um, like, sorry, Latvia. Yeah. But, um, nah, man, they didn't look cohesive at all. <laughs> but I appreciate that, like, their grind. Like, they're right. a gritty team. They're a tough the team. was there, 100%. You know what I mean? They, they have some dogs on there. So that definitely took them to where they got right now. You know yeah. what I mean? So can't really hate on that. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's just, like... It's it's weird because I mean I think guys at that age are still trying to find their game. You know what, what are they going to do? And I think when they were looking at the Canadian mm -hmm. roster, it might have been too a little too early for Elijah to take the keys and be a number one option. So maybe Caleb took it and Caleb took it. Ryan, I like Ryan, man. Ryan's a he's a little yeah, pitbull, bro. He's steady. He's steady. He's steady. Um, I think what we lacked though was another like playmaker, mm -hmm. like another ball handler besides him. Because right. Ryan is he's more aggressive trying to get his yeah then kind of trying to like facilitate and do other things for for different people it's kind of what i took from the tournament mm -hmm. although he can do it but we didn't have that second guy like like it was him and kyle duke at the point guard spot yeah and kyle didn't see minutes no. you know what i mean so after that it's like bro like what are we gonna do like ben yeah. matteren we thought might be that guy but he didn't no, necessarily yeah i thought he had a good game today but it was he had a, he had a decent game today but during like yeah I, I love Ben as a prospect. Mm -hmm. I thought the tournament for him was kind of underwhelming in a way. Yeah, you know because his first year at Arizona, he did numbers like yeah. like he had eyes. He had people watching her, and they're like, oh, like he might be like a like a draftable guy, like a yeah. like a mid late first kind of guy if he was to come out next year. Yeah. So to come kind of come in and, and not perform to what people thought right. i thought it wasn't great for him but it's like, like talent is still there he can still put mm -hmm. it together you know what i mean yeah. um o max is another guy uh, olivia max is prosper i thought yeah. prosper uh, was good prosper is good yeah he played his role really well yeah he was just that long athletic dude on the wing mm -hmm. like six eight just defend yeah. the three fours and and do what he does man like make the energy plays like he there was yeah. a there's a stint in the game where he kind of changed momentum. Yeah, for sure. Versus stage, you know what I mean? And yeah. brought them back. So uh, he's definitely, I could see where his stock is kind of like rise a little bit. And mm -hmm. if he just improves on his jumper, yeah, uh, he could be someone to kind of like look out for in terms yeah. of Canadians next year or so. We had uh, an Iskandi Pod alumni on the, on the team too, Nana Usu. Nana Usu. Yeah, Nana Usu. Uh, I, I, I like him. I yeah. like him. You know what? I was having this conversation um uh, with Jason Tom, our yeah. guy director of recruiting at NPH. That was the name I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah, Jason Tom, Jason Tom, man. That's, <laughs> there, the, that's the OG, man. Yeah. Jason's the OG. He's been around for, for a minute, but yeah. no, that's my guy. But uh, yeah, so we're like, okay, who's going to be that guy to kind of step in and and earn like the like the minutes? Like yeah. outside of the guys who are going to do like the, yeah. the bunch of the scoring or the playmaking right. or whatever. Who's going to come in and defend, make the hustle yeah. plays or whatever? And it's been him. Yeah. It's literally been him. Like yeah. the games versus Lithuania, 
uh, in Spain, he came in and he made the impact. Yeah. Like to kind of get us over that hump, like whether yeah. it's just cutting to the rim and, and being there as a finisher or mm -hmm. getting back on defense and blocking shots or, you know what I mean? Taking yeah. the charges, getting on the on the ground, doing the hustle stuff, yeah. right? So he's been that guy. So I've been really impressed with him. Yeah. Um, I like what he's done in the tournament. He's yeah. helped himself a lot. Yeah, the raggedy offense today didn't really help his case. <laughs> not, not for none, I mean for the team against the, the team. USA, because you could see every time he touched mm -hmm. the ball, he kept it moving. It he was kept fluid. it moving. But then you get to another side of the court and it stops. Yeah. And it's like, I think once Bro. he's at Brown, he's actually going to an It'll offense at college. The flowing. FIBA game is so much different yeah. than college and, and so forth, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit different. But no, nah, the USA game, like, you could just see the, the lack of playmaking, man. Like, yeah. the states were going in, like, Nine, ten deep of yeah. guys who can do Chet stuff. That was amazing. Yeah, you know, he was amazing. He's tough, bro. He, like, he's usually, tough, man. usually people are really, really highly clouded coming out of like yeah. overtime or something nah, like that. I kind tough, of bro. whatever. He's tough. No, he's good. He's tough. He's really like good. you can't teach his size, bro. And yeah. he's shooting it like hit deal. And he was yeah, and man, he was willing to defer. Yeah, which for a person of that kind of like that magnitude, that's huge. That's in huge. My opinion. Yeah, it's a mindset thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Like for him to have all that talent, but it'd be like, okay, like mm -hmm. I'm just gonna here play my do the my right part. plays over here, and I'm not in it. That's okay. I'm not in it. That's okay. That's big. That's and huge. you could see like the guys they were in power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another guy stepped up and they made plays. So no, you could just see the difference. Like we were only going seven, eight deep yeah. most at like at most, yeah. and states just kept coming in waves. Yeah. Kept coming in waves, man. And after you know, yeah, after after time, like you, you get worn down. That's all it is. There is a there's a power forward on the states. I the name is slipping me, but he was a big guy playing volleyball. He was a little. I forget his I name. Cause I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. How would you? I, I wish we knew his name. We're gonna we're gonna figure yeah. it out. I'll put it in the video. Shout but, out to him though. Shout no, out. He played really well. <laughs> he played well. really well. Yeah. And he played with. He used his size. Mm -hmm. He's a bigger guy, but yeah. he used his size. How do you how do you evaluate a player like that who's who's, who's bullying right now? I'm sure coaching that yeah. okay, he needs to lose a little bit of weight, but yeah. he was using it. But that's it. what it is. That's what it is. Like yeah. he's gonna have to lose weight to kind of, right. and then he's undersized at right. the at the four spot as well. Like mm -hmm. those guys, he earns a living off of his motor. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you evaluate those guys, yeah. right? And there's always a place for guys who have that motor because right. they're gonna rebound. They're coming do. They're gonna come in and do everything to to right. help win games out long term. Um, in yeah. terms of where you think they're gonna land, yeah. Like he will be a. He's a pro. He's a pro. He's a pro. He will be a pro at what level? It's yet to be. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Seen, but um, I like those guys. I yeah. want those guys on my team. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like, if you're going to come in and you're going to work hard, it's energy. Energy. And it spreads. You know what I mean? Now the guys feed off of it. But I had this thought about Zion a few years ago, too, mm -hmm. when he was kind of coming up through the draft as well. He's an anomaly because he's so big doing those things. He's an anomaly, so, man. So if he, if he lost weight and, you know, he became like a trim, like 225 mm -hmm. or something like that, he's 6'7". He's like, you is know, he six seven? He I might be like six five, bro. Six six. Yeah, he's he's not <laughs> he's not a power forward center size traditionally. No, traditionally no, not. But he's like not. build, yeah, yeah. So, but like when he loses the weight, if he were to slim down, mm -hmm. he's not a lot anomaly anymore. Do you think he still has the same sort of? I think you can. Gas? He's that one percent of athlete, right? Where it's like it does not matter. Like, yeah, he's a dunk over you as many times as possible so yeah yeah but the weight does play a part into it obviously right. because man if you're like 280 yes yeah. six, six, <laughs> 80 and you're still jumping like that like it's it's crazy yeah but you, you can only you're just born that. with that that's a freak of nature like anomaly as you said yeah. yeah but it's probably not good for his body long term to be launch pad every play <laughs> at that I, weight i definitely agree with that but yeah. then it's like 
It's fun to watch. It's, it's fun to watch. <laughs> it's fun to watch, and it's like maybe he's that guy who breaks that mold. Right. Where long term they don't last, but he ends up being the guy that lasts. But you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's fun to watch right now. Yeah. I'll tell you that. No, and I, I enjoyed the the FIBA the FIBA experience and uh, watching these guys play. Um, but a big reason you're mm-hmm. here, a big reason a lot of people want to talk to you is because you're a scout. Yeah. And we got a lot of high school kids that are gonna mm-hmm. listen to this, so. I mean, I don't want to say a lot, but a lot for me. Hey, man. <laughs> but uh, we're getting there. Someone's uh, always listening, man. For sure. Uh, so, um, so just being a scout, getting in the gym, mm-hmm. and evaluating talent, I guess the first question would be, what's the first thing you've kind of gravitated toward or saw when you've been getting in the gym? Wow. That's a good question. <laughs> um, energy. Yeah. You kind of like, I feel like you know right away who's that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can kind of tell in terms of the way they move, the way they walk, the way they engage with their teammates or with their coaches, like mm-hmm. like eye contact. Just things like you notice when you walk into the gym, right? right? Obviously, when you're in uh, layup lines or whatever, like you see the guys, you know, jumping, dunking, doing whatever, but... I think the other things like the communication, like mm-hmm. if they're locked in, like you can see right away, um, who's kind of who. So yeah. that's one thing I kind of look for, like in the gym itself. Um, and then after that, it's it's a feel. Right. It's uh, it's the awareness of time, um, like time and score. Mm-hmm. Um, how they kind of galvanize their team. You know what I mean? If if their team is in a drought like right. are they there that kind of person to kind of pick them up out of right. it and stuff like that besides obviously the obvious skill level kind of things you know yeah. the guys who get buckets the guys who yeah. rebound you know the guys who i want to cut you off there just for mm-hmm. a second because i think it's worth noting that you know this isn't prepared or anything the first couple two things you said had nothing to do with six seven six eight or can shoot bro because these, these are things that anybody can do with work ethic bro this is anything you can control right because yo when you get to the next level everybody's the same height weight yeah. athleticism depending right. on the level you know what i mean right. whether you're high major mid major low major mm-hmm. uh you go to youth sports you go to ccaa juco it doesn't matter everyone's right. around the same size athleticism most guys can shoot it mm-hmm. but like the stuff that you can't control like that is super important and it's what right. Guys don't understand like you're you're constantly being evaluated on right. stuff that's not basketball related. Yeah. All the time. Like when you're in practice, like guys want to see what if you're locked in. Like you're not like you're not like just kind of lost. Like right. you're 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 doing every rep yeah. at at the pace, like the in-game pace. You right. know what I mean? Or in-game speed. Like, right. like that's the kind of stuff that like we want to know. And when coaches ask, like they want to know as well. They want to know right. the person more than they want to know about the basketball player itself. Right. Guys, we're, we're doing all right. Hey, we're doing all right. But, oh yeah, we're live again. Did <laughs> 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 anyone notice? No. Uh, so, um, but we were talking about the first things you kind of saw mm-hmm. when you get to the gym, yeah. and kind of how the first couple you listed off these were anybody can be. You know, anyone can be the hardest worker on the team if they just want to be the hardest worker. Hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I want to start talking about the things kind of like almost off the court, right. and how do you how do you evaluate sort of mentality and like you know where they're at mentally. Yeah. I find that a lot of it is built in into their habits and routine, like yeah. what they do um, on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, there's a certain guys are built with that kind of, uh, they're self-motivated regardless mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then a lot of other guys, they need 
um, that person around them who kind of provides that discipline, right. uh, that routine for them to be successful. Yeah. Um, there's no one right path. Everyone kind of gets to where they get to. Yeah. Um, it's just environment and who you're around and stuff like that or just the way it is. But um, I find it's, it's in the habits and routine for the most part. Right. But then you have guys who just like, they're just different. They're just kind of just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't care. Yeah. Like, they don't give a, you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and it's like, I'm going to su- succeed regardless and I don't fear anyone in front of me. Right. Yeah, no. And have you seen anyone become a hard worker because i really oh, at mm-hmm. least in my experience it's typically been one or another yeah um i know off the court i've seen people mm. become from couch potatoes to work yeah. working hard but i don't know if i've seen it on a court have you had any experience with people kind of uh, funny enough so the guy i've had experience with yeah uh, who's kind of like getting to that next level yeah um is aj lawson oh wow so AJ, during this draft process, he's done some some different things to kind of kind of get himself ready for uh, the G League Elite Camp and then mm-hmm. the Combine. Um, like he's a talented dude, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's uh, I think everyone kind of has their own thing that they kind of need yeah. in order to get themselves to that next level. So. Um, not even like basketball stuff mm-hmm. like things like meditating yeah. things like writing down like goals mm-hmm. and 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 certain marks you want to hit when you get yeah. to these camps or you get to these workouts and, and things like that like mm-hmm. to just know them and be aware of them mm-hmm. is super important like self-awareness is another thing that's super important yeah. man. like you need to be able to look at yourself and know your strengths and your weaknesses yeah and then attack that yeah like get out of this mentality where it's just like yo i feel like the way i am as a player i can do whatever it is mm-hmm. like be coachable right it's extremely important you know what yeah. i mean no it, it's just as soon as, I, mm-hmm. as soon as you said aj lawson i just put out a video the other day about mm-hmm. like guys i'm excited to go see it in summer league yeah and aj lawson i don't know where he's gonna get drafted mm-hmm. uh at what range but he's probably gonna be someone that's gonna be there 100 and he's just like like if you could if, if i could do two things it'd be be an unconscious three-point shooter <laughs> and 41 inch vertical yo aj you know what's crazy with aj mm. so i watched i watched every game of ages like yeah. this college year and then i watched it with him yeah and yeah, his team name is sus <laughs> yo shout out south carolina i'm not gonna say yo shout out south carolina, south carolina cool school cool school team name's whack <laughs> i don't even know if i'm allowed to say it game <laughs> Shout out South Carolina. I'll say it like that. The, but uh, <laughs> the Gamecocks, right? That's what it's called. The Game. The Gamecocks. The Gamecocks. <laughs> Revisit it. Revisit it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, he was just. To me, he was just playing in a system where. Uh, shout out, Coach Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, great coach. Yeah. Um, good program. Good program. Yeah. Just uh, he was just he was just playing in a system where I feel like he wasn't able to accentuate his strengths, man. Yeah. Like get him running, get him yeah. in the open floor. Like, like it's not a mistake. He just happened to have a forty-one inch vertical. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you watch his games, like, yo, where was that? Yeah, I know. And that's what a lot of these talent evaluators and the scouts, the NBA guys, are looking at. They're like, like, where has this been? Mm-hmm. But now they're like, their eyes are open now, and it's just like, oh, yeah. like same with Josh Primo. Same with Josh Primo. Yo, Primo was the fourth guy on his team. He's like fourth, fifth option. Yeah. Like he did, so he did start, like, yeah. you know, some way through the season yeah. and stuff like that. But no, like Primo's another guy. Like yeah. age is definitely a factor mm-hmm. because he's got that feel. Um, mm-hmm. And like in some ways mentally, he's kind of already there in terms of just right. like he can hang with dudes. Yeah. But people didn't, people thought he was, just, 
who's just kind of like that three and D kind of guy, but yeah. now they're seeing he can do more with the ball right. and playmake and create his own shot um, and do different different things like that. So yeah. no, it's uh, it's crazy to see. Um, right. It's so funny to see how like uh, systems play so much into how guys are evaluated, right. which makes sense. Yeah. But then how like outside of that, when they showcase themselves, their actual yeah. true ability and talent, then people yeah. are just like, oh, like I didn't know he could do that. I didn't expect Primo to make a jump that <laughs> yeah. he did. No chance. I thought that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a lot more put into uh, potential than what you're actually seeing on the court. Potential is everything, man. How do you, people but how do you people love potential. That? They love that word. Because there's, there's, yeah. there's going to be guys, mm-hmm. okay, maybe six one. he's pretty maxed out, is how you know that, or mm-hmm. six foot or whatever. Just a floor general. Yeah. You know, like he just feels the game good. Mm-hmm. But he might be what he is at this point, yeah. which is a good player. Mm-hmm. But then you have the lanky guy. Yeah. Maybe has a good, you know, shot for him. It's not hitting yet, but then you project. Like, how do you balance between the guy that he is hooping right now and the person that's like, well, we think he's going to be there in, in X amount of years? Um, I don't know if that question makes sense, but like, it doesn't know it definitely makes sense because okay. it's projection. Like, right. sometimes people don't love the guys who are productive, mm-hmm. like, they can be productive in in one setting, but if you take them out of that yeah. with the system that's behind them, can they be still be the best player on the court or one of the best guys on the court? Okay, as opposed to a guy who has all the measurables mm-hmm. from like height, weight, length, athleticism, mm-hmm. but they're still kind of raw, and it's like, okay, like. I might still take him over this guy because yeah. I know what I could do with him. Right. Maybe the right environment and the right team around him, yeah. the right coaches, we can kind of get him right. We can right. get him shooting better. We can get him ball handling better. We can get him defending better. So that's kind of how they see it. And then yeah. on top of that, with like the age thing, it's like yeah. the younger they are, like we get it, we get our hands on them like, yeah. like early enough, like we can mold them into the player we want them to be. Right. So I think that plays a huge factor into Primo as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I see it. Right. And, and just to jump backwards a little bit we talked about the things that you kind of the first couple of things that you see when you walk into a gym when you're talking about players mm-hmm. and stuff like that what are some of the underrated characteristics that kind of go into a player's makeup that you wish people maybe pay a little bit more attention to Ooh. so hit me with questions bro yeah hit me with questions bro hey. uh underrated underrated characteristics like, eh? or maybe we can reward it what, what's mm-hmm. something rare that you've seen that you think more guys could adapt in their game but just don't for whatever reason I think the it's you, the stuff you can't really the stuff you can't really coach, man. Mm-hmm. It's the feel. Yeah. But the feel could be anything. Like right. a person could be an excellent like mm-hmm. like a big man. Yeah. He could be so super like good in terms of boxing out and like rebounding. Mm-hmm. And he may get overlooked because he's not flashy or anything like mm-hmm. that, but like the results are there. Right. Like he's just really good at that one particular thing. Yeah. Be- so being good at one particular thing yeah. is super important. Right. Like, like I could work with that. Mm-hmm. To me as a coach, I could work with that. I could find a role for a, for a guy like right. that. Um, yeah, we, we, we were in the gym a little bit uh, at whenever that was, but, mm-hmm. um, and there was a kid, he really liked the fact, yeah, he was jumping out of the gym, he was blocking mm-hmm. shots, he was dunking, yeah, yeah. but I know something that you tweeted about particularly was the fact that he was talking to his teammates, you know, the chin up the thing. The chin up. I think that was, uh, I don't know if we're like, talking about. That's leadership. Leadership is, that's that's another thing too, leadership, man, it's huge. It's, uh, that's one of the biggest things like we kind of value here at, at MPH too, mm-hmm. man. It's uh, being selfless, man. Yeah. Like the, the we over me thing. Yeah. You know, because you can't you can't win without the people around you. Right. You know, as good as you are, mm-hmm. you need guys around you to, to right. help empower you and help empower them. 
Yeah. And that's how you become successful. You know? Have you ever had a guy talk you out of a high praise? You're just like, this kid is doing so well. He's mm-hmm. hooping. And then maybe they start talking or you see how, or you hear about how they talk to people and you're like, yeah. you know what, that's just, that's a, that's a line too I think far. That's a, I think that's a, a natural thing. I think it's a regular yeah. thing to be honest with <laughs> some guys. Like they can be just so good. Yeah. But then the, there's always the, the other stuff that comes with it. And you're just like, man, I wish right. he wasn't like A, B or C. Because but, part of your job is, you know, to be credible, mm-hmm. it's like you're going to want to forward kids that are going to, you know, the coaches that end up picking them up are going to be happy with. Yeah. So you, you keep, yeah, these kids are good, but everyone's so toxic that it comes to the next level. Maybe that's why you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta communicate, man. Yeah, you have to communicate, and I think that's one of the biggest things for for players, man. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you gotta, if you can't, if you're not a great communicator, like mm-hmm. you gotta learn to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when people reach out to you when they want to talk to you and yeah. kind of get a feel of you as a person and stuff like that, like you know, I, I understand in some cases like building trust and and, and so forth, but like. It's just a regular life skill that you need in general anyways. You right. know what I mean? Like being a good communicator is so essential. It's so important. Right. So I think that, that's one thing I've, I've found out a lot. Like a lot of people, are, a lot of these guys are not great communicators <laughs> whatsoever. How much is, is just being a kid? Like how do you filter out, you know, they're young? Some of it is, some of, uh, yeah. yeah, I'd say a large portion of it is just being a kid. Right. Um, so you have to project that too. Okay, you got to right. project that too. You got to project that too. But then, it, yeah. I mean, again, like it goes back to, you know, every... You evaluate everything right you know what i mean like yeah like some guys might be more mature in that aspect than others mm-hmm. some guys might be more extroverted you yeah. know off the court and on the court right yeah my introverted guys right you know who don't really talk too much to people maybe outside of their circle or mm-hmm. they're kind of quiet and stuff like that and they kind of just do their thing and and that's it yeah so it, it just depends on on how you weigh it and then mm-hmm. you know you kind of go from there we're, we're in the GTA, we're in Alton area. Mm-hmm. Lots of new prep schools are starting to pop up. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to know kind of your feelings towards that because obviously more prep schools is a good thing. Is there anything that you're worried about with this or is this um, all good across the board? I think it's a lot at once can water down stuff. That's what I thought too. I think that's, I mean, it's just yeah, realistic. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm glad people are trying to provide platforms for guys to hoop. Yeah. To grow the game. Yeah. I'm okay. Like I'm okay with anything that's mm-hmm. growing the game. Yeah. And seeing it move forward. Right. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, but then also, it's it's there's so many guys. Yeah. Like there's so much talent that we don't even know about. Yeah. That it's like okay, like. You could be wherever it is, mm-hmm. and someone is able to give you that shot to play, right. and you can kind of get that exposure from somebody. Like mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah, you know, that's kind of how I see it at the end of the day. Right, because like if you're there's, there's kind of two questions I want to get at. The first one being, if you're the best player on the last place team, mm-hmm. is that weight, or do you have to be so much better? That still means something. It still it's means a, something. Okay, like okay, you're not winning. Right. Um, okay, what level are you? Mm-hmm. Like, you could be the best player on a losing team and averaging 25, 30, but there's still a there's still a fit for you somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's not the end of your basketball journey. Yeah. Like, you can still play somewhere. You know, and I think that matters. Resume still matters at the end of the day. Yeah, it's, it's just so interesting because, like, there, there's going to be, mm-hmm. like you said, a watered-down effect at some point because yeah. eventually prep's going to, not if not replace high school, it's just going to make... High school more obviously. Although I do, yeah. I did hear that there was a 
a kid from where is it? I don't know, someone, but finally someone from uh, high school going to use sports that yeah. was actually pretty highly recruited and yeah. uh, that they're excited about over at Queens. We got to show more love to use sports, man. Yeah. What Bro, you guys can hoop, man. We got yeah. to stop. We got to get this mindset out. Like, like uh, Canadian schools, like, cares. Like, no, use sports is cool. I'm just happy that mm-hmm. someone from high school mm-hmm. got yeah. a second year after that having to go to, to prep school because prep schools are cool and all to yeah. me. Like, they're, you know, they're necessary. I, I don't think everyone needs to be. Not everyone. Not everyone's at no. level. Not everyone's at level. Not everyone like. I don't think everyone has to put their all their eggs into school as well. Exactly. You know, I think it's okay to focus on basketball a little bit, and mm-hmm. you know, the the main thing is, what if you get yeah. injured? Well, you know, you know like. It, but it's just it's just plan at right. the end of the day. You know, prep might not be for everyone. Right. Like. It's just what it is. You I just want to you... price out hoopers. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's kind of that's, that's the that's the problem. That's the problem. Um, no, I agree with that 100 percent for sure. Yeah. So it's you know, it's on us as a community to kind of figure that out. Yeah. You know, that's how, how I see it. But more basketball here is better. For, more basketball for, here yeah. the better. The more basketball here the better. That's how I see it too. Yeah. Man. Um, yeah. No, I, I, that gets me worked up though, because I know some of these schools it can get up to twenty five k for you know prep school and it's tough. And you know the best kids aren't paying, so <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah, you know I mean a lot yeah. of the best kids like the inner city guys and and so forth from the rough areas. Like mm-hmm. like it's just fact. Like some guys don't don't have. The money, yeah. you know what I mean, to, to to play at that kind of level and showcase themselves, mm-hmm. right? You just got to do a better job being more inclusive, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and, and not again not pricing these guys out. And do you schedule offset in your in your calendar? <sighs> we just do what we do. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're everywhere. <laughs> we just do. We, yeah, we just do what we do. No, but like as a company, we got, again we just do what we yeah. do. But for myself, like I want to get out to as many like, yeah. events as possible. Like if there's basketball being played, like I want to be there to, to right. watch and and see who's next and see who's doing who. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because some guys, like, it's not just all about the D1 guys. Yeah, the high sure. major guys and, and the mid-majors and stuff like that. Like, yeah. like we pride ourselves on finding the gems. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys who have been looked over and stuff like that. And there's something there. They just need the extra push to to help them further whatever it is they want to do in the sport. Right. Yeah, we had, a, we had an Instagram question. Um, we had a few, but the one that immediately caught my mind is, it was worded funny it was spelled wrong but they're, <laughs> but they're talking about you know uh, the importance of genes yeah. um you know how, how heavily do you do weigh the genes genes as in g-e-n-e-s not j-e-n-e-s um, but how yeah. heavily do i weigh it like like you can it you, matters in the equation it matters but you can overcome it 100 percent. because everyone's story again everyone's story is different yeah not everyone's born into a basketball family not everyone's mm-hmm. born into a family that had like professional soccer players right and you know they have the the perspective and the and the education on on how a pro should approach right you know like their everyday routine or habits and stuff like that not everyone has that right um but again it's that might not just be your story yeah it doesn't mean you can't beat those odds like everybody's different you know mm-hmm. so it, it does matter i wouldn't say like it's the end all be all. Right. Like you can't, you still can't play at a high level because, oh, my dad didn't play wherever it was. Right. Like, no, like you, <laughs> you can't think of it like that. Like, right. still, the information's out there too. Yeah. Like, we live in a world where there's plenty of information you can get out there to to learn and write down how to how to move like a pro before you become a pro right. as well. So, bro, you just gotta open yourself up to, to more education. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone um, in summer league that you're excited about? Summer League. Yeah. Canadians, man. <laughs> I want to see the Canadians. Uh, obviously, Duarte, Primo, AJ, yeah. Eugene. Yeah. 
Um, some other dudes I'm kind of excited to see. Have you heard about this Banton guy? Delano, Delano, Delano Banton, another another guy, too, another he, Canadian. He swept, like, right under my radar. I, I missed him. So Delano, he's that, like... He's got that new prototype. So just that six eight six nine yeah, like guard point, guard point guard. Yeah. So it's very intriguing. Yeah. You know he's he's kind of still like skinnyish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean again, like you're Shows projecting, shot, right? You're projecting, so, yeah. right? And he needs to work on his jumper, but you're projecting like right. long term. Like if I if I have a guy who's six eight six nine and has those guard skills, yeah, I want that on my team. Right. It's it's just the length. It's like you can do more on the court. Do you think he felt pressured to be? I don't know him at all. But yeah. Like he is tall and able to handle the ball, mm-hmm. right? But you think? I feel like putting the point guard label on him. Yeah, it does a lot for him kind of the stock because he's a big guard. Yeah. Big guards are in right now. Yeah. But I almost feel like twenty five percent from three. I was doing research on the. You gotta game. be able to shoot, bro. Yeah, twenty five percent from yeah, three. Sixty five is... from the line, which yeah. is like not even that terrible. But for like a power forward that can't shoot, you know what I mean? That that's an okay free throw for a power forward that's like known not to be a great shooter. Yeah. What's wrong with him just being a four? You know, size. Took a little break there, but yeah. uh, we we're talking about Delano Banton. Yeah. Uh, six nine point guard. I was kind of coming from the spot like I don't know if the point guard rep. I mean, it must help him more than it hurts him. 100% helps him. Yeah, it's just because when you see the shooting splits, I was just like, ugh. It's tough. No, and, and you got to be able to shoot it. Right. Like, as you see now with guys who get to the next level, mm-hmm. shooting is the most valuable skill you can have, mm-hmm. right? But you can't teach a guy who's 6'8", six, 6'9", six, and can be a, a ball handler like right. that. Like, not a lot of guys have that ability at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So, I get what you're saying, too. Yeah. Like... But the game is positionless now. For sure. You know, he could be a three, but still be a capable ball handler and do different things. Right. Now, does he need to improve his shot still? A hundred percent. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, that, that's one more thing I want to kind of pick your brain on. Um, because of all the characteristics, like hard work, yeah, it's 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 foundational. Mm-hmm. You can be able to work hard. Yeah. You know, passing. But, like, I feel like shooting is the one thing that you can kind of come back from. There's a lot of guys that have become better shooters, yeah. even good shooters, or from bad shooters to great mm-hmm. shooters. So, when you're scouting, like obviously nah, you gotta shoot, bro. You're not you gotta gonna be able, be able to shoot, shoot but like, yeah. but is there not is there not room for that kind of like that space where you know guys have become good shooters over time? No, definitely, because it's something you can improve upon. Like, right. I mean, if it's if it's like if it's a guy who does other things really does well. other things really well, right? And for sure. Is it like yeah, in a way shoot, I can't miss. Like they have the pedigree, they right. you know what I mean? Like yeah. good leadership type skills and stuff like that. They have like the environment, like mm-hmm. good background pretty much, good yeah. resume behind them. Yeah. And they struggle with their jump shots, like, okay, like there's still a place for you. Right. But realistically, like when we talk to coaches and stuff like that, it's like right. how low can you shoot it? Yeah, it's gotta be tight before like, <laughs> like you have to be able yeah, to course. like to shoot or become a capable shooter, right. like down down the road. Yeah. Otherwise it's just like, okay, what are we doing here? You exactly. can't be a liability. Right. Yeah, like, I wasn't gonna make the argument that someone that can't shoot pass or dribble should you know you give can't, a shot. <laughs> you can't be yeah. otherwise how are you playing? Yeah. How are you gonna get on the court? Right. Right? Right. So last kind of topic here, NBA finals, game three right. is tonight. Yeah, game three is tonight. Game three tonight? I think so, I believe I so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow? The finals? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah. All right, well, then I'm going to put this out tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, how, how, what's your evaluation of the finals? What are your thoughts on the finals? Man, 
Are you, you wanting Chris Paul to win or you want Giannis to win? No, Giannis to win, man. Really? I'm a Giannis guy. I like, okay, I like Giannis. Nigerian, well, right? He's Nigerian. So, okay. yeah. So, there's always that love there. Yeah, Greek, Nigerian. Uh, <laughs> I, I like his journey. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Now, he could have took the easy way out and left Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, that is important. That is important. Yeah. Um, but he stayed. Yeah. Now... Do I think they would have beat Brooklyn anyways if they're all healthy? No. No. <laughs> but it is what it is. But I think, at the end of the day, I think the Suns are the more well-rounded team. Mm-hmm. I think they, they're more consistent. Right. From shooting, playmaking, defending. Yeah. And I think their coaching is way better as well. Yeah. So I think the Suns probably take the series. And then I don't know, like, Giannis came off a 42-point... 14 rebound yeah. game or whatever it is like yeah. and it's crazy he almost just like yeah damn near towards acl or whatever it was just like a week and a half ago which is kind of nuts right yeah, um I, I don't unless middleton just catches fire which he's mm-hmm. capable of i don't see i don't see how they do it i think i think the leadership of chris paul just that just, he's just super steady you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's just that, he's the point guy, as yeah. everyone says, right? And then Devin Booker is, is, is a killer. Yeah, you're not cheering for Chris Paul, get that first ring out of there. And I think it's like a love or hate thing with a lot of people. Of course. Where are you? People, people don't like the antics. He's a flopper. Yeah. yeah. He's a flopper. Yeah. Right? But he's a smart guy. Right. He knows how to play the game. He's been around, he's 36. Yeah. Right? He's been around, he's, he's you know, he knows the game in and out. Yeah. So there's no one that prepares better. There's no one that runs their team better. Mm-hmm. Like... He's just that guy, so yeah, yeah. I, I heard so many different things about you know leaguers' perceptions of Chris Paul because flopper, yeah, yeah. annoying, yeah. Mm-hmm. But apparently, he's been getting everybody paid when it comes to his role as like the president of the Players Association. He's yeah. done like it's a, a lot. It's a tough responsibility to, yeah. do, to do those two things at once. You kind of want an asshole to be in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear, I hear that. I hear that. No, it's tough, man, to, yeah. to do that to lead the Players Association and do that like right. full time is uh is very tough it's a testament to him yeah. and the work he's put in so no shout out to chris paul yeah i actually do have one more uh prep level question okay. for you because mm-hmm. another another thing i think i was trying to get it earlier but i just forgot but another consideration guys are going to have is being the man on my team or going to you know maybe a more established program mm-hmm. where i'm kind of a role player yeah. how would you make that evaluation because i'll give you a second because for my approximation of it there's a lot of value to going to an established program in that the facilities, the the coaching pedigree there, the connections that the coaches have. Yeah. I feel like but then I, it's, maybe the NBA kind of washed over it to yeah. where people but are then like, it's how much does your game expand? Yeah. Because you don't have the leeway to do certain things you would on having your own right. team, right? right. Um, but I do agree with you, though. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, being with, like, a good, a good program and in a right. good environment, yeah. Um, that develops people right like being somewhere that develops you yeah i think is the most important thing because you're gonna have games on schedule regardless yeah you know like maybe you're not and gonna then, be and then for the people like what you just said about yeah. having your own team and doing your own thing yeah realistically it's only the one or two percent yeah like down the road at the next level who have that leeway and can do yeah. that like not everyone is lebron james exactly. you're every, learn, yeah you know i mean you gotta learn how to play in a system yeah. you gotta learn how to play in a role yeah or have a certain role so right. i do i do agree with that sentiment right. for sure well Effie, I think we're going to put a bow in it there. Um, 
dude, I, I love this place. I love the playground. <laughs> I love this NPH hey, studios man. here. Uh, it's 3.0. Yeah. more to come. There's been a lot of basketball here, too. There's a lot of basketball rep circuit coming yeah. up um, all summer, man. Yeah. We're, we're out here playing uh, play on Burlington. What are you excited to, what event are you most excited to see this summer? Is there anything going on? Man, everything, man. Yeah. Right from here, Jaden Finch. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get out yeah. to everywhere, to be honest, yeah. and, and see, and see who's who. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. You see, you'll see myself in the gym. You see my guy Joe over there in the gyms. <laughs> yeah. And we will catch you in the gyms. You know, yeah. what I mean? everybody's gonna be Although, out here, man. I gotta get Jaden Finch to invite me out, man. That's, <laughs> I'm still waiting. DM's open, but uh... DM is open, man. <laughs> DM is open. Yeah, I, I sure. appreciate it. Also, Andrew Latham was in here today, helping out with the cameras. You're not gonna see him, but he was here. Anyways, yeah, shout appreciate out you, bro. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. All right, see you guys. Thanks. Thanks.